everybody. Excited that you're here today on Fireside. I am Dr. Amy Robbins. I'm the host of Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast, where I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium. And here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Katie Hess is joining me today. Katie is the author of Flower Evolution, host of Flower Lounge, and founder of Lotus Way, personalized flower botanicals and elixirs. Katie's methodologies lean on plant bioenergetics, unlocking short-term results such as immediate mood shifts and long-term results like potent spiritual growth. In short, flower essences offer healing, vitality, and clarity. Lotus Way was featured on O, Oprah Magazine, New York Times, and LA Times. Katie's mission is to expose 3% of the Earth's population to the powerful properties of flowers, helping what's innately amazing in our bodies to flourish. Katie would love to chat about how to connect with Earth to boost the body's natural healing elements and minimize what gets in the way. Welcome, Katie. Hi there. I'm going to run through the public service announcements, hopefully quicker than you can fast forward through through this part of the show, which is my guess of what many of you probably do. So if you have not subscribed to my newsletter yet, I have not been super great about sending it out, but I am recommitting to it for the fall. So please go ahead and do that at dramyrobbins.com. You'll get updates on what the upcoming shows are, as well as my uh, bi-weekly soul wisdoms, where I just bring you information that comes to me in meditation. So if you go ahead and subscribe or subscribe to my newsletter. Also, if you are subscribed to my podcast or think you are, you might not be because Apple just updated their podcast app. And so you might no longer be following me. So if you go to the podcast app, you can click on follow. I think it's three dots at the top and just click follow to resubscribe you to my show. Just make sure this way you're getting all the new episodes. Uh, Also, you can find me on YouTube where I am videoing with the guests. So you can see that. Not sure videoing is actually a word, but we just made it one. And lastly, oh, there's two more things. Patreon, you can contribute to the show, which I would be so grateful for. Just go to patreon.com and put in my name. And lastly, Fireside, super exciting platform. It is in the iOS store right now, the app store. You can only get it if you have an iPhone device, but here you can partake live in the conversation. So it's an awesome way to listen to the show and ask questions of my guests if you have them. Most of the shows are on Thursdays, but if you follow me on Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins, I always post when the shows are. So check all of that out. Thank you for your support, and here is today's show. Thank you. It's so fun to be here. I'm so excited because I love topics I was telling you earlier that I really don't know much about, and this is all super new to me. So I'm probably going to have a lot of questions. I have my pen and paper here to write down my questions as you're talking. So can you just tell me a bit about how your interest in flowers started and what they what they can be used for and how you use them? and just the whole background here. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I grew up in the Midwest and I was an only child. And I think, you know, the first sort of glimpse we get is like the magic of that world, you know, when we're little 
and, you know, flowers and climbing trees and making forts. And we get this sense of how powerful it is. But I, I didn't expect to be working with them when I got older. It wasn't until I graduated college that I really started searching for what could I do that would help people reach their full potential? Because I could see that people were struggling or they were held back or they felt limited in some way. And I wanted to find something that would accelerate the process of being able to sort of release the shackles and really be their biggest self. Uh, so I lived all over the world in many places in Mexico for several years, in Europe for several years, traveled through Asia. I ended up running into an expert in flower remedies who was from Madrid, Spain. And I just instantly fell in love because I I thought, whoa, this is cool. Like, how come I've never heard about this before? There are over 40,000 species of flowering plants on the planet, and every single flower is in service to us as humans in a unique, specific way, emotionally and mentally. And, you know, so this teacher of mine not only taught me, like, this flower is for depression, or this flower makes you sleep, or this flower helps you uproot childhood issues. Uh, he also said that if 3% of the world's population were actively working with these remedies, it would create enough ripple effect that the essentially it would change the future of this planet. And I thought, okay, I can do that. Um, so I studied extensively. I started, ended up starting a small business in Mexico. And then at a certain point I felt, oh my God, I'm in the wrong place. I need to get back to the US. I moved to Phoenix, Arizona. I started a practice and long story short, um, I've been in business for 20 years. And the first 10 years, I just saw people one-on-one -on -one doing consultations. And that was really like a study ground for me where I could collect empirical evidence and see, well, if I connect this person with this flower, what happens? And really, that was a shocking process because I would see people come in for an appointment and we'd talk for an hour and a half and they would just like unload everything, you know, what's going on in their life, what's working, what's not working, what's painful, where they want to go. And... So I take notes on everything and then they'd come back three to four weeks later and it was like they were a new person. Their face was different, their body language, their stories. And for, you know, in some of the most extreme cases, people would just like set down their baggage from decades. And I was like, how does not anyone in the U.S. know about this? How could this be so fringe if like it's in every drugstore in Australia? It, you know, even the taxi drivers in Mexico know that this stuff exists. Why is the U.S. so behind? Why are we so skeptical and critical? And, you know, so I was just like, I just went on a mission. I was like, I've got to make this more mainstream and I will devote the rest of my life mm. to making sure people learn about this. And then fast forward, meditation <laughs> got cool. Yoga was cool. Right. You know, the population sort of like, okay, I'm ready for something more. People started taking, you know, lots of pharmaceuticals for mood and realizing that like, ooh. I don't want those self side effects. I don't mm -hmm. want to, I don't want to gain weight. I don't want to, this isn't really helping me. Um, so I think the population was more open and then through a series of other magical events ended up just uh, making a product line so I could reach more people because one-on-one -on -one I added up, if I didn't take any vacations, I would be able to help like 76,000 people. And I when like, I read that, I was like, that was inspiration for me too. <laughs> Which was part of the reason of the podcast was like, how do I reach more people? So I completely can appreciate that drive. Yeah, I mean, when you see, 
even with just one person, like Mm -hmm. you see like such a depth of suffering lifted. It's like, well, everybody should have this. Right. It's so easy. It's like easeful, gentle, malleable, like everything becomes workable. You know, the stuff that we think makes us absolutely crazy that we don't want to look at, that we want to shove in the closet. It actually makes it doable. And why not like liberate our full potential? Like it's inspiring to think about what, what would it be like if the whole world was like operating at their full capacity? So how does it work with flowers? You, how do you determine what someone needs? How, how does the process work? If someone were to come in for a consultation or even if they're not consulting, right? Because you just open, you have this whole business now. How do people know what, what is right for them? Mm-hmm. Well, in the past, I mean, because this has been around for thousands of years, uh, what used to happen was doctors, alchemists, shamans, medicine men and women would recommend for their patients to go out into the wild and look for a special flower and drink the dewdrops from the top of it every morning. Mm. And that was like their therapy that over time, because this, this dewdrop was like supercharged with the life force of the flower and essentially like uh, life force, like the healing capacity, the message, like the special upload, download, you know, that we could assimilate into our energetic system to help us move through something. Um, in the 1930s and 40s, there was a doctor in England who figured out a way to scale that whole process so that we didn't have to rely on do, <laughs> which is great. Right. <laughs> Not super practical. For no, no, that seems like a rough process. And how do you even get the dew off the flower? Do you eat the flower or you just have to take the dew? You just drink the dew. Okay. Dew drinkers. I know it sounds kind of like a cult. (laughs) So, but you were only then able to access the flowers that were in whatever region you were in, right? Yeah, exactly. So today we have so much freedom because it's, uh, you know, we have a way to scale it. It's a process called solar infusion. Sounds fancy, but really it's the light of the sun acts as a catalyst to drive the healing capacity of the flower or the plant into water. Water is like a recording device, Mm -hmm. um, very similar to like, you know, the shiny stuff on a CD. Uh, Water holds information and there's tons of studies about how clusters hold information. Mm -hmm. Then we add alcohol to preserve it. We do several dilutions. It's sort of kind of like homeopathy, but more alive and, um, you know, homeopathy is more like inert things like minerals, whereas the flower essences are actually dealing with the alive quality of the plant. Uh, but the dilutions are that it go, it's less and less of like an herbal remedy and more and more of a subtle body remedy. So we're going right to the root cause of any physical disease. And even Western medicine will say that 99% of all physical issues are caused by emotional, mental stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so we're just going right to the root cause. My flower essence teacher would say, you know, if you think of a projector and a screen, if there's some obscuration, you're not going to go to the screen and scrub it. You're going to go back to the projector. So the understanding is that the projector is this field that is not only around our bodies like an aura, but it's also inside our bodies, in our organs and fashion muscles. We're, we're, we're beings of light, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So this pure quality of, um, you know, plants and flowers can move into our energetic system just as easily as the Chinese medicine doctors have been putting needles in for the last 3,000 plus years. We're tapping into the meridian system, the chakras, the nadis, and just finding where they're static. You know, we don't, we don't sleep enough. We don't eat at the right times. We're, we're kind of emotional messes sometimes, you know, it's just especially like, now, especially now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just being human so hard. Um, so there's just, you know, and then EMFs, like think about mm-hmm. how much we're on the computer, the Bluetooth, the Wi-Fi, all that stuff is inside of our bodies, moving through our bodies. And so it's only natural that as we fill the space around us with invisible electronic and radioactive waves that we also then bring that energy from nature into our lives. I mean, like if you think about how does a cell phone work, right? If somebody would have said, Amy, when you're older, you're going to carry around this little box and it's going to emit these invisible waves. I have this conversation all the time. (laughs) And then, and then it's like, I mean, it sounds, you know, for people who think that what I do is woo-woo, it's like, well, look at your cell phone. And then if someone were to say, like, you're going to send podcasts and music and poetry and images and videos, and they're going to ride like a little magic carpet through the air on some wave that you can't see that's going to move through the walls. And we're now having this conversation here in Chicago. I'm in Phoenix. How? Yeah. Again? Like, yeah, waves and particles, but like, how is that even possible? I don't know. Well, and when you think of just the energy in general, like cell phones and computers and all of that, but then just the energy of the planet as a whole and people and what we're absorbing on a constant basis, how do we clear that out for ourselves at the end of the day, at the end of the week, whatever it is? Yes. And I, and that's, that's really the question. I think it's become a huge uh, point of awareness for people these mm-hmm. days. And I think, I think, you know, we now realize when we hold our cell phones up to our ears without headset for too long, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. This is frying my brain and I feel it. Right. I have a headache. I get headaches yeah. very quickly. Or, um. or like, holy cow, I just spent two hours out in the wild and I cannot believe how different I feel. I'm like myself again. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that I wasn't myself before. Mm-hmm. So I think we are in these modern times becoming more aware of the subtle energy and how important it is. And, you know, like the energy of love, if we can't ever see love, but it's one of the most powerful forces on the planet. Mm-hmm. And most people wouldn't say, well, you can't see love, so it doesn't exist you know? Right. right. So it's very similar. So, I mean, just practically speaking, if you want to be in in nature more, that's great. If you want to garden, that's great. If you want to walk barefoot, that is great. And in modern life, we don't always have those abilities. So why not take uh, the essence of a flower or plant and bring it into our daily lives by something as easy as putting drops in your coffee, water, tea, or your mouth. And that's it. It's yummy. It's delicious. It's easy. And so if someone's looking, how, how would I know what's the right elixir for me? Or I saw you have like bath salts and all different kinds of stuff. And also I'm curious how it 
how it dif- how it's different from essential oils. Yeah. Okay. So first question is super easy. We already speak the language of flowers, every single one of us. Like, like not only from being a kid and like seeing the whole world as a wonderful paradise and then we get old and crusty and we forget about all that, even though we're old and crusty now, <laughs> we, we still know that we know, aren't old and crusty. <laughs> <laughs> mentally, mentally, right. you know, like we get disconnected from the magic and people hear the word magic and they're like, oh, you're frou-frou, that's not serious. Um, but, you know, ask any person, do you think it's appropriate to get, I don't know, 12 long stem red roses for your mom on Mother's Day? Like, I mean, you could, but that's not really the first choice I think that most people would go to. So there is this innate understanding of the energy around each plant. Also, if you even just like close your eyes and think, um, what does it feel like to be in the middle of an ancient old growth redwood forest? Wow. And then how different it feels to be in a tropical jungle with Mm. banana trees and wildflowers, you know, popping out with huge leaves. And how different it feels to be in a luscious garden of roses. I mean, it's, it's like completely different. So we have that innate understanding. Okay, how do I know what I need then for right now for this issue that's bugging me in my heart? Then you just follow the same pattern of following your senses. Like literally we have a quiz on our homepage where you just choose the flowers you're most attracted to and it gives you a, like a little report. Here's what's going on with you. Here's where you start. Um, Because I feel like there's so many flowers I probably don't even know about, right? I mean, I know the basics, what I see at the grocery store, what I see in my, I wouldn't even say my garden, but in a garden, um, my concrete jungle. But, but, But there's so much out there. It seems like, like when you were envisioning that, when you were just sort of guiding us, me, all of us through that, I was thinking, okay, like what, when you describe those landscapes, which landscape feels the most comfortable to me? And then I was imagining like what flowers would be in that landscape. Is that sort of the process? Yeah, I mean, you could do it that way. Otherwise you could just look at photographs of flowers and see where am I drawn? I like this one, this one, and this one. And boom, done, that's your prescription. Like I shouldn't say prescription. That's kind of a, you know, a no, no word, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's um, that's what you need. It would be the root because we can probably benefit from 60 different flowers or hundreds of different flowers, but there is going to be like a handful that are going to go right to the root of whatever is happening or like the next layer that wants to be removed. Mm. So what you might need when you first come to you will shift over time. Totally. We actually have like three different levels. We've kind of it just happened organically where the first six kind of bouquets in a bottle, they're like combinations of flower essences are more about stabilization. Like how do we get our energy bodies to just stabilize and be very harmonious so we can get strong. And it's all the things that all of us want, like happy, laughter, love, sleep, just calm down and feel peaceful, energy, vitality, you know, the will to get things done. Those are just things we need right now today like all the time. 
And then once people have worked through some of those remedies, they'll find themselves wanting to go to the level two, which is more like, hmm, okay, now that I'm strong and I feel good, maybe I could clean out my closet, the closet of our psyche mm-hmm. and past things that affect us that we don't know are affecting us. Okay, then we kind of dig around and rummage around and organize the closets a little and see things that we didn't know were there. And once we can see them, then we can liberate them. It's not like, oh, I have to fix something about myself or solve something or is something wrong with me. It's more like, oh, I've been holding all this stuff in the background. Now I can bring it to the light, see it, let it go. And then after that process, it's more like uh, just kind of the last little bits of cleanup. Like, where are things holding you back and being able to really step out into yourself as like a bold, outrageous, fearless, expressive, um, you know, 100% comfortable with yourself in the world. Mm. And yeah, I I mean, I'm in, sold. (laughs) Definitely going to go on your website and try some of these. Um, What is and, and how does it differ from essential oils? That was sort of the second part of my question. You're right. Yeah, I get lost. No, um, no, I love it. Your passion. <laughs> essential oils are like literally the juice of a plant or flower. So it's a very complicated process to distill it. You need heat, cold. You need lots of plant material. Like to get one drop of rose oil, you need 40 roses. So it's... Very extensive farming, harvesting, collecting, putting in a you know round container, boiling it, hot, cold, collecting it. I mean, it's that process is incredible. Highly aromatic, very strong. Not meant to go directly on the skin. You have to dilute it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Very sensuous. A lovely ritual. It makes us feel good. It like turns on all our senses. Flower flower remedies, on the other hand, are when you so when you finally get to the one that you're actually taking there are no more chemical constituents there are no plant parts in that remedy it is just the energetic signature there is no scent it is purely working on energy so it is definitely like an acupuncture treatment without the needles it's like liquid light it's you're literally you know how they say like don't put the hairdryer in your bathtub yeah because (laughs) electricity moves really quickly through water. It's similar. And they've done studies in the UK showing that bees are not attracted to flowers based on color or scent at all. It's all electrical frequency. And there is a very dynamic communication happening between the bees and the flowers. The flowers are emitting this very subtle electricity. The bees can feel it on the little hairs in their legs and they're communicating back and forth together. So essentially what we're doing is collecting that very subtle electrical frequency, introducing it into our energy bodies, and that starts to harmonize everything. It's like tuning an instrument. That is so cool. It's really cool. If you imagine that each one of us is like a song, you know, our body is emitting sort of like an energetic signature, a music. And sometimes the instruments are a little off and they need a little tuning. So that's why we look to the flowers and the plants because they're so pure. They can't be tainted. And then we introduce that in and it's kind of like a tune-up so that our music can be clear. So how are you seeing this with, with people who have suffered from like depression or anxiety or trauma? You know, how do you introduce this as another modality of potential healing? It's ex- 
extremely powerful and all it requires is an open mind. I mean, I even used to have clients who were like, I love you, Katie, and I really enjoyed our time together, but I'm not really sure if this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Like they would say that to me on their way out from an appointment and I would say, that's okay. You don't have to believe in it. Just try it. Like just mm-hmm. have an open mind to just try it and say, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen. And they would be the ones that would come back and be like, how in the hell does this work? Like how, how does this, how is this doing what it's doing? (laughs) Because it's so kind of like fast and effortless, you know, Mm -hmm. it just like gives us such a tremendous relief. Um, So, I mean, even if like you look at the reviews on our website, I mean, I'm always just like, if I'm having a bad day myself, I just go and look at the reviews and I'm like, oh my God, people are like, you know, being so helped by this. Um, It's like the key to unlock you know, the thorn in your side. Mm. Well, if people are interested in learning about more about flowers, where mm-hmm. can they go to find you? You can go to Lotus, lotusway.com, lotus like the flower, and then wei.com. Even if you want, Amy, if I'm not sure if you can get on your computer, but if you want to take the quiz and tell me what flowers you choose, I can do like a live flower reading if you want. Ooh, I should have done that before. Hang on. I'm going. I'm going. In the meantime, while I do this, if anybody has questions, there's a few people uh, in the audience. I can open it up for questions if anybody wants to join the stage for discussion, raise their hand or um, let me see my flower. Take our flower quiz. I just see a few people in the audience, but uh, if anybody's interested. Hmm. Okay, so I'm just going to walk people through this so they know. So the first one was, oh, I guess they're all sort of what am I most attracted to? Yeah, and if you can read off the flower name as you Uh click it, then at the end I can give you a full turbo reading. I think I need to go back. Hang on. I hope I didn't screw this up. Okay, let's see. So I'm going to go African Daisy. Mm -hmm. And then I don't even... Wow. Whoa. Uh, black bat flower. That's cool. Nice. Red clover. Yep. Can you like predict what I'm going to pick next based on this? No, but when you tell me what you're picking, I know what's going on. <laughs> that is so cool. Okay. Uh, let me do, gosh, spotted bee balm. Ooh, passion flower, mm-hmm. white magnolia, mm-hmm. pink, how do you pronounce that? Spiria? Yep. Pink spiria, ooh, rhododendron. And that's it. Okay, now I know what to, to mail to you, too. Ooh. <laughs> Um, so these can change, right? Like what you choose is where you are right now. And this can change. If you did this in a month from now, you'd probably feel different. African Daisy is for those times when we get, when we get stressed, we start to feel serious. Like we may crinkle our brow or feel like, you know, or a friend or girlfriend might reach out and say, Hey, do you want to go here? And it's like, no, no, I've got to work. I have too many things to do. It's like too many responsibilities. So African Daisy helps us 
recognize that we can get just as much done and be just as responsible and save the world, but also have fun doing it and have laughter and enjoyment and pleasure that it doesn't have to be like so serious. Okay. (laughs) This is freaking me out. Flower one. (laughs) Go ahead. Keep going. (laughs) Uh, And I should say a lot of the ones that you picked today are coming up a lot, like for a lot of people. So you're not alone. This is not just you. Uh, Black bat flower is particularly popular these days because it helps us transmute anger, rage, and fear into advocacy for ourselves and others, Mm. like standing up and being a protector and saying like enough is enough or um, being able to shift a dynamic. And it can be sometimes things that we're afraid to look at, like, ooh, maybe I'm not supposed to be angry or I don't like I don't like how that feels inside me, but it really helps us like channel that energy and use it to make ourselves more powerful in the world. Red clover is, uh, it helps us be more empathetic and compassionate, but without taking on people's stress. Mm. It is also the most powerful flower that I know for helping us unplug from the collective consciousness. So for example, if people in your community are super fearful or super angry or emotional or making up stories about stuff or watching the news and getting like hooked into some kind of dramatic thing when if you just go sit in the backyard you're like everything's fine I feel good Mm -hmm. so it helps you turn up the volume on you and turn down the volume on the collective energy that's influencing you I definitely need that. I think also for the work that I do as a therapist, it's important. It's always important for me at the end of the day to be able to let go of that energy that I've taken on all day of everybody else's everything. Yes. hundred percent. Spotted bee balm is usually indicated when there's some kind of old trauma that is stored in the cells of your body. So it could be something as simple as a car accident or like something that jolted your body or a scary experience or just something that like kind of traumatized your system and it's it's in your body and it's affecting you so that spotted bee balm will like pull that out of your system mm-hmm. um, passion flower is when you've been going on like 200 rpms and your nervous system's a little shot and you need more naps and more rest. It just helps you like, ah, let go and sleep and nap. Yes, I Um, need that now. Can you FedEx it to me today? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, White magnolia helps you understand and feel that you're in the right place at the right moment. You might have like doubts about like, am I doing the right thing? Or is this really making the impact I want it to? And, And it really just gives you this sense of, yes, you are in the right place at the right time and there is a divine like a divine weaving in what you're doing a sense of divine pink spiria that's another fun one this one says you need to have more fun like more fun more enjoyment uh release old wounds from the heart and laugh more and let your inner child play like you might want to ask your inner child, what does she want to do and do it? I know what she wants to do. She wants her kids to go to camp, which is happening in two days. But by the time people hear this, they'll be back probably. Um, (laughs) And I just want to like do me camp all summer, but I still have a kid at home, but that's okay. We're going to do like paddle boarding and play in the park and ride bikes and catch fireflies. Like that is what I want to do this summer. 
Oh, that's so awesome. I mean, you could just bring your inner child to play with your real child. <laughs> I'm, I'm not so good at that, but I've, I've, I have to be better. Okay, sending you some joy juice, that will help a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> rhododendron. Ooh, rhododendron. God, it's such a beautiful flower. has a lot to do with compassion. Sometimes we may ask ourselves, am, am I, do I belong in this place that I'm in? Am I really meant to be here? Um, am I lovable? It can also heal old uh, mom stuff from being a kid. Like, did I get enough attention or not enough attention or rejection or like deeper stuff um, from childhood. And also it just liberates a whole new like self-love and nurturing and gentleness for ourselves, which is not always easy. Did any of that resonate? I think almost all of it resonated. The, you mean the last one, the rhododendron one? All of any of Yeah. Yeah. I think that just thinking about like, even before I got on today, normally I'm like super energized and I'm just feeling completely depleted right now in a way that I think it's just sort of the culmination of the past 15 months and my kids are leaving for two months, which I'm super excited about and sad because we've had a pretty good run. But I also feel like I'm, I'm at like the point to the last point two miles of a marathon. And so I just like need to get over the finish line and then I need your elixir so I can tap into like clear out all that stuff and <laughs> tap into all of these different parts of myself that feel like they need to be re-energized. Like I keep saying to people when they're like, I haven't heard from you. Like, are you doing okay? Like, yeah, I'm just, I just need to like turn inward for a little bit, get through this. And then I, I really keep saying recharge, recharge, re-energize, recharge, re-energize. So it's amazing how just through flowers, you can, you can tap into all of this. Yes. I'm going to send you a care package and oh, it's going to have elixirs. And then we also make mists and oils and basalts with aromatherapy. So you get that yummy self-care ritual in there. And your job is then to just use them recklessly uh, at least five times a day, whatever you want to start with or whatever combination of them you want to start with. And just like give yourself the pleasure and play of being absolutely reckless. Okay. And, using I and you will. should feel a difference. You'll feel a difference in about three days. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. It's not like multivitamins where you're like, I, I know I'm like taking these. I'm assuming something on the inside is happening. I'm trusting that that's the case, but uh, not really sure, but I'm going to keep, keep at it. You'll know. So, okay. And the good news is when I, when this does air on my podcast, like on Apple, I will have had some time to experience it. So I will do some Instagrams about how I'm feeling with it too. Wow. So Katie, thank you. I'm going to also check back and just open up the floor again. Uh, I know I noticed there's just a few people on, but Kim or Jessica, if either of you have any questions or want to join us on the stage, we are on Fireside right now, so for people who are listening to this at a later time, you can find me on Fireside now doing these live talks where you have the opportunity to jump on stage and ask questions with my guests. So uh, Jessica or Kim, if you have questions, otherwise we will wrap up for today. I'll give it just a second. It doesn't, doesn't look like anybody, so. Jessica and Kim. Come on, <laughs> I know. It's so funny when I'm like, I'm going to turn to the audience for questions. And the audience is like two people, right? I'm like, okay, it's okay. We're going to grow. 
just like a flower. Um, Well, thank you so much, Katie. And I will have all this information linked in my show notes for people who are interested and want to learn more about flower essences and all this amazing healing that you're doing and bringing into this world. So thank you. Oh my God, such a pleasure. I'm so excited for your inner child journey this this summer. I'm going to report back. (laughs) Okay. I'm excited for it too. I was imagining it today. So, (laughs) all right. Well, thank you everybody. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.